Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of Own the Road with Auto Trader, where we make car stuff simple for Canadians. My name is Jody Lai, and I'm Auto Trader's editor in chief. And I am Dan Alika. Auto Traders Road Test Editor. So welcome back everyone. It is 2023. It's a wow. new year. We're starting it off real strong. I have that still that lame like every year I'm like I can't believe it's 2022. I can't believe I know. it's 2023. And it gets worse the older we get <sighs> because time just moves so quickly. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, I finally understand what all those old people were telling me when I was a kid. I know. It's it's a crashing realization when, you, when you're old enough to be like, wow, I can't believe it's a new year. I know. Anyways, we're, well, hold on. We're starting on a negative foot. We need to start on a positive foot. Well, this, this episode is going to be a little bit of both. Okay. So, like, we know that inflation is still kicking everyone's butt. Like, everything is hold so on. expensive. Hold on. She even has that in the notes. Okay. It says it right here. Inflation is still kicking everyone's butts. Which I had a laugh when I just I mean, that. it's true, though. Like, everything's yeah. expensive. Cars are so expensive. Gas is still expensive. You know, all your bills from Christmas are Groceries. rolling in about this time. Lettuce is expensive. Like, everything's expensive. And so, like, we were, we were hoping to share some tips today on, like, easy ways to save money on your car expenses. Because so many, so many of these things, like, we don't have any control over. Um, and I feel like the way you drive... Um, can really affect how much money you're spending every month on your car expenses. Some of these tips might be really obvious, some, and some might save you like a tiny amount, but we're approaching this with the eye that like every little bit counts and those kind of little savings will add up over time. Um, others might require a small investment for like a bigger long-term savings. Um, so, and, and not all of these tips are going to apply for everybody. It's true. You know, you got kind of got to pick and choose which ones work for you. Um, but yeah, we think, you know, saving money is definitely a lot of people's New Year's res resolutions. So we're going to try to give you a couple helpful tips um, to help you achieve those goals this year. Let's start with some simple ones. Like, make sure your tires are properly inflated. That's okay. a really big one. So when your tires are underinflated, you are using way more fuel than you need to because it takes more effort for your car to turn those wheels. It's also like from a safety perspective, your car isn't going to be quite as responsive when the tires are squishier because that sidewall is going to roll a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something to keep in mind as well. But yeah, really, it's it's about efficiency. You know, cars are designed, every component of your car of your vehicle is designed to cooperate with the rest of them. Tires are a big one, right? And so you do need to be checking the pressure as often as possible, especially in the wintertime. Guys, it's right. only January, okay? We're still in the thick of it. I hate it. I know you do too. But the point being that this time of year, especially, you know, with kind of older tires, if you've put on those winters, you know, that sealant that keeps the, the beads sealed onto the rim, it might start to break down a little bit. A little bit of air might start escaping this this time of year and in cold weather. Mm -hmm. That's more common because the molecules are smaller, whatever. Point being, check it every once in a while. Yeah, and I think that that's a little behavioral change that can actually add up to significant savings. Um, I read somewhere that like 30% of the cars on the road or something like that have underinflated tires. Silly. And it's cutting into fuel bills um, by a significant percentage too. It's easy. So keep a, you know, keep some sort of pressure gauge in the car 
Um, you can get those ones that are kind of like pen. It's like a pen. That's yeah. what I have. Um, you can get ones that are a little bit more accurate if you want, but really it's just that ballpark, right? So if it says, let's say just for argument's sake that your car says that the pressure should be 30 PSI just cause it's a nice and round number. You know, those pen ones, as long as you're within that range, mm-hmm. don't go crazy. Don't don't overinflate your tires because that yeah. can be very dangerous too. But you don't too. need to just go out and spend a bunch of money on like a digital readout because no. you don't need it. Those no. little pen ones are very low tech. They're very cheap to buy. Yeah, they're reliable. Yeah, and you can just throw it in your glove box and just like, I like to do it every month, check my tire pressure, um, mostly for safety, but also, I, yeah, like I said, I drive a diesel car. So I'm trying to get as many savings as I can because diesel is so expensive. Um, another really easy trip or sorry, another easy tip is to combine your trips. And I know that sounds really obvious, but I always, I hate driving backwards and I hate doing trips. So I always do as many things as I can in one trip. Um, also because, uh, when your car is already warmed up, you're using less fuel and it's like incremental, but like I said, every little thing helps. Yeah. (laughs) Try to, you know, run errands on your way home from work. And if you're still working from home, you know, on a Saturday or whatever, try to get as much done as possible. Uh, but that also leads to the next one. Let's say, you know, you and your partner are out for a little shopping trip and uh, you decide to wait in the car. I know it's cold. Don't idle. That that one really bothers me when I see people just sitting in their vehicle for like 10 minutes oh, with the engine on. It irks me to no end. That, Not only is it bad for the environment, but like you're just paying more for fuel that you don't need to pay. It's really unnecessary. <laughs> and and the same thing goes with like the warming up the car. I think, I, I don't know if I've said this before, um, the, the biggest kind of piece of like automotive technology that I wish was never invented is remote start. Mm. It is so incredibly lazy and so incredibly unnecessary. Like, yeah, even if you live somewhere really cold, I get it. No one likes to get into a cold car, but it does not take long to warm them up. No, And it's also like, you know, it's not good for your vehicle to just be sitting there, you know, idling, right? It's spraying fuel into the cylinders. It's, you know, it's, it's just silly. It's, it's unnecessary wear. Yeah. Just drive your car within, you know, five minutes, it'll be warm. Yeah. And so, and you'll save a bunch of money in the process. Yeah. Um, That's a and good you one. can feel better that you're doing your, a little thing to, to make, yeah. to save the environment. Yeah. Just a little thing. Um, another really obvious trip or sorry, I keep saying that. Trip. Yeah. Maybe another you're, you're obvious... thinking of going somewhere. I wish I could go on vacation, um, even though we just came back. Um, you just have too much to worry about with the 2023 Auto Trader Awards right around the corner. That's true. We're going to be announcing them in February, so stay tuned for that. It's been a lot of work, but I'm really excited for it. Um, anyway, drive the speed limit. Yeah. That's that's an easy one that will save you a decent amount of fuel. If you're on the highway and you set your cruise control to like 100 it will save you a lot of gas versus going 120. Yeah. And also, and I put that to the test. Remember I did that mm-hmm. that Chevy Bolt EUV test? Um, and I and I just decided to see like what the difference is if I set it cruise control at like 100, 110, 120 kilometers an hour. And the difference in energy, because it, you know, gives you that kind of real-time consumption rate. And it is, I would say, a little more accurate with EVs. Uh, it was significant. It was like eight to 10 kilowatts 
per for every like increment that I increased, wow. it was it was consuming that much more energy. So I was going from say like you know twenty six kilowatts of energy consumed to like thirty six even once I got higher up the up that speed range. So it is a good way to conserve energy or or fuel. And I know it's not everyone everyone's cup of tea <laughs> but if you're really looking for for savings that might add up over time that's a really good one yes um, another one i like to tell people is make sure your air filters are clean yeah and so that's also one that might involve you spending a little bit more money on a new air filter but that's one that over time can end up saving you money on fuel or you can buy those they're more expensive up front but you can buy cleanable the washable yeah. ones yeah so you could just rinse them out you have to do it on a weekend of course because it's an air filter so you don't want moisture in there so if you you know you need need it to be parked for a little bit yeah, you need so it that to it dry can dry out, out. Completely. but still um, that is a way to kind of save money, feel a little bit better about yeah. your waste. Yeah, and so the reason why dirty air filters uh, harm your fuel economy is that your engine is, it needs clean air to run properly. And if it is blocked, if your air filter is blocked, it's working harder to get that clean air. And it can run, it'll run richer. So the air yeah. fuel ratio um, will be off. It'll overcompensate with more fuel than air. It's just, yeah, definitely make sure they're clean. Same thing with your cabin air filter. That's mm -hmm. one that I think a lot of people forget to change. Um, and that's just like kind of, you'll feel better about it. Some dirty, nasty cat. They're usually, for, for those of you who don't know, if you want to check it yourself, they're usually behind your, your glove box. Mm -hmm. If you kind of release the, the little pins that, that keep it hinged, um, there will be a little like slot you can open it up, take a look at your cabin air filter. And chances are, if you didn't know it's there or you're not doing your routine maintenance, that thing is going to be nasty. Yeah. And so if you have a clean um, HVAC filter, your air conditioning will, will be cleaner and run more efficiently and use less power as well. Uh, again, another little, little change that might add up over time. It's true. Um, and so a lot of these tips have to do with saving fuel. Um, and th that's like, again, small, small savings. The next one for me is major. Um, and that's to shop around for better insurance rates. And so if you haven't, like, if you remember in the beginning of COVID, a lot of insurance companies were like, oh, we know a lot of people aren't driving anymore. If this is the case, call us and we'll give you like a rebate or, or a credit or something like that. Um, and so a lot of insurance providers will give you discounts if you have like a bundle, like if you bundle your home and car insurance in one, if you are like a, a teen driver, if you have taken an advanced driving course, if you and have winter tires, that's a big one that they I might think a give lot of people you discounts. Don't, um, don't think about. And if you shop around, like if you just look at different providers to see, you know, if who can offer you a better rate, you could save hundreds of dollars a I'm, year. I'm a good uh, example Tell of them. that. Uh, I got my renewal back in the fall and I was just like really unhappy. I'd been with this insurance company for literally since I started driving. Wow. And maybe I could have shopped around sooner, but I always felt good um, about my situation, especially in this job. You know, it's nice because I've had some insurance companies when I've requested quotes in the past that have had a hard time understanding exactly what it is we do. Um, so I was just like, hey, this is good. It's comfortable, whatever. And I got a renewal notice and no, no like tickets or any reason for it. My 
my premium went up by almost $1,000 or it was going to go up almost $1,000. For no reason. No reason. Okay. So I called and asked what was going on. And, uh, or, or sorry, it wasn't going up almost a thousand, but it was going up another 300, I think for the year. So I called and asked what was going on and they, you know, gave me the same old runaround, essentially that it's a pyramid scheme, right? Other people's, <laughs> <laughs> other people's driving behavior and other people's collisions affect the rates you pay. I understand, you know, like medical coverage, vehicle coverage costs more. When a vehicle, a modern vehicle is in a collision, there are sensors and cameras and all kinds of stuff that didn't exist before that have to be replaced. So it's more expensive, but they're just passing those costs along mm -hmm. to everyone. So I was unhappy. I called a couple other insurance companies. One of them that I landed on uh, was, that was the $1,000. It was it was $1,000 cheaper a year wow. the premium than what I was paying previously. Yeah, so do a little bit of digging and homework and you could save a thousand bucks a year on your insurance for almost doing nothing. I and you're getting the away. same amount of coverage, right? Yeah. yeah, and so that that to me is a really big one. Um, and again, like that won't apply to everyone depending on what your driving record is like, but what kind of vehicle you have. That one, like, you know, it could be you, right? It and could that's, be. And I didn't think it was going to be me saving as much as I did. And so now you know me, Jody. I'm I'm I I'm a pretty uh, pretty strong in my principles, and some may even say that I hold grudges. <laughs> so I was going to leave that insurance company regardless. Right. Uh, I just so happened to find this like screaming deal. So it was a win-win, really. Yes. Um, but did you have any other tips on saving money on car expenses? Like I no, know it's because hard. No, because we because we talked. I said, you know, don't don't drive. Kind of like tongue in cheek, and you're like, that's not good advice. But I thought, hey, take ride your bike, take transit. When we it's so true. Trader, we have two two offices in in Toronto. Um, one of which is like right downtown, and so I take the go train when we go into mm -hmm. that office here and there, and it's nice and I don't have to pay for parking and I don't have to pay for gas or or just you know I feel a little bit better about doing it yeah so if you have that option it's really it's a great you know great, I hate I paying think, for parking yeah isn't that a Seinfeld episode I know one Seinfeld reference that's yeah. the only one wow, I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> what does he say well they he, he does he it's not paying for George says can I say this on he says it's you know it's it's like paying for sex like why would i <laughs> okay, i didn't pay? know that part <laughs> yeah when you know if i apply myself i can get it i for already free. regret bringing this up well hey you brought it it's not me i know but anyway my thing is that i hate paying for parking so sometimes when i want to avoid that i just go around like side streets to kind of find yeah. you know where i can park but for see free. all of that effort right you're burning gas right so yeah I don't know. and for me like just taking transit it and i know not easier. everywhere has has transit at all or reliable transit but it is nice if you have that option but especially once the weather's nicer ride your bike carpool that's a great way to split costs with a colleague uh, my brother used to do that where it was like a couple people that he worked with they would they would carpool some people will like alternate you know I'll I drive love that one idea. week you drive and that way you're everyone's saving yeah again it's relatively incremental but still it's better than nothing right yeah and the other tip that i've heard from some people is this isn't really a, a money saving it's more of like a money making thing but a lot of people have been renting out their personal cars on like turo and stuff like that 
it's like an Airbnb, but for cars. Wow. And so I know it's not for everyone, but depending on what your comfort level is, and if your car is just sitting there anyway, it might be kind of nice just to make a couple bucks. Um, I don't I don't know anybody who has been renting their car, but I know people who have used services like that to rent cars. I've heard some horror stories about those services, though. I've heard good and bad things, but I'm just putting it out there as an option. There's a journalist in the States who, who got kind of like, he proved that the the person that he like rented the car from um, was like committing fraud <gasps> by claiming damage with essentially like old photos oh, of a different I car. Mean, that's definitely so, part of the risks. And like I said, like I've never done it, so I can't really vouch for it, but I, I've heard people are into it and I've heard people are happy. Um, there's definitely both sides to that enough. story. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I know things are getting very expensive, and so I, I'm really just always looking for ways to save here and there. Jody's um, Jody's like a pretty frugal. I wouldn't say frugal. But I would that's say not like rude. thrifty. I didn't call you cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I would call you my frugal friend, not my cheap chap. You I know? mean, I I like I'll spend money on things that I think are deserving of the money. But never a drink at lunch. That's just how I was raised. Never. I've noticed this for years. I came years. from an immigrant family. Like, I think that's just a mindset that we have that, like, you know, water's free. You drink water. <laughs> I, that one's, a, yeah, that's that's something that I've noticed about you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm weird that way because I'll, like, I'll buy, like, a fancy purse, but I'll still use a coupon at Value Village, which is already super cheap. Like... <laughs> I can honestly say, aside from like if I'm in like the grocery store checkout and there's like one of those coupons attached that the that the yeah. cashier like notices and peels off for me, I've never like gone and used a coupon. I've used like a discount code online, but I've oh, never yeah. like it's been like, oh here like here's my coupon. I know. Like Kevin McAllister it's... in Home Alone. <laughs> Remember when he Yeah. When he says, I, I got found this in the, in the paper, yeah. Yeah, I just, I love those little savings. I always see it as a little win. If I could save two bucks here and there. You know what I used to do? Here's another tip, actually. I think this is a good one, especially for those of you who, you know, lease cars or, or, or even finance your car. Um, I did this years ago where I took the difference when I, when I changed vehicles um, on a lease the, the price difference, it was cheaper. So I took the money that, because I got so used to the previous monthly payment, mm -hmm. I took the difference and put it into a, a separate bank account. Like a savings account? Yeah, because let's say, I don't know, the, the monthly payment, I think before that it was like $330 a month. And then this new one was like significantly less. But I got so used to my life, you know, in like, including that $330 monthly payment that I took the difference and just set that money aside. What are you saving that money for? Well, whatever you want. Oh, just whatever. I, but, okay. But you could, because then you could go ahead and use it for gas. You could use it yeah. for, you know, repairs or preventative maintenance. Yeah. You, there's all kinds of stuff. I think I ended up using it when I went to Goodwood, Goodwood Revival. That's pretty cool. And that's, that's actually really good advice. I know it is. That's why I'm here. I know. To but make also... car stuff simple for Canadians with outstanding advice. But also, I would like to warn people that skipping maintenance oh, is that's not, not a great a way, to, way save. to save money. Like, no. I know maintenance can be expensive, but if you don't fix those things now, they're going to be even more expensive to fix later. maintenance, routine, yeah. oil. Even though, you know, I understand a lot of people look at those 
those boards when you walk into like a dealership or in your owner's manual that have like the service intervals where it's like service one, two, three, four, and so on. Yeah. Um, service one is always like the basic, right? So it's like oil change yeah. and inspection. Two, three, four, they start to get more expensive. Some of them can be very expensive. Like you're talking six or $800 because they involve like transmission flushes and mm -hmm. stuff. It's going to, it's so much cheaper to do that once every 60,000 kilometers than it is to neglect, especially yeah. so many modern vehicles have all wheel drive or four wheel drive. The transfer case or whatever, you know, mechanism is, is channeling that, that torque to all the wheels that has fluid that gets dirty, just like your, your engine oil, yeah. it needs to be replaced. And if you are not doing that regularly, you are eventually going to have a failure. Yeah, and I, and I was reading something online that suggested skipping maintenance as a way to save money. And I was like, that is bad advice. Like, I cannot recommend doing wow. that at all. That's um, horrendous. But we know the internet, like, it's full of bad stuff that isn't true. So just be careful where you get your advice from. That's why we're here, to demystify exactly. and make it simple. Um, but anyway, we have two Ask an Expert questions for this episode, and they both Sweet. have to do with EVs. And this right. is like a very cool um, conundrum. So Wait, can I? Can I? Do, I've never, I've never sure, done Sure, go one. ahead. Read it. Okay. Well, this is from Maroon. We've had a few. Maroon's had a couple questions yeah. before, so thank you for always listening and sending in your questions. Hi again. I appreciate you taking my questions. Of course. We, we appreciate so you happy. asking your questions. I'm now in the market for an EV, specifically a Tesla Model 3, and to my surprise, the Tesla store called to notify me I would order one today. If I ordered one today, I will receive it before the end of the year. Oh, this one came in late last year. So back in October, I also approached Toyota and placed an order for a hybrid Camry, 2023 model year, which should arrive in May. The reason I did this is simply because all the other car makers have a two-to-year waiting time for a new EV. I realize price-wise they're not comparable. However, looking at the service cost from Toyota versus Tesla, there are certainly a lot less costs to deal with. If you were in my shoes, which would you purchase? That is a great question. And I think a lot of people are kind of going through the exact the exact same thing yes. um, because there's so much appetite for hybrids and EVs, but EVs are really hard to find right now. Um, and they're still quite expensive. So looking at the service costs particularly, I will say that Toyota, especially the hybrid Camry, has an impeccable recommend, um, uh, reputation for being reliable. Yes. Um, and I think that has a lot to do uh, when you're thinking about purchasing a car is, you know, it may not be like the sexiest, most desirable car out there. I think that was the Camry's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when the new Camry came out, they literally called it sexy. And I was like, I feel like that's a stretch, but I, I understand. Um, but it is remarkably efficient, has a reputation for being very reliable. Yeah. Um, and, and you really can't go wrong. Good retained value. Good too. retained value. The thing about having a Tesla is that it is great. Um, tons of range, um, and you know the the charging network is fantastic, but some people just aren't ready to take on an EV yet. And you know with Tesla, if you haven't driven a Tesla before, there's quite a bit of a long learning curve to getting used to how stuff works. There's also the roll of the dice um, that you know you might have a friend who has one that loves theirs, and there's no issues. And then the one that you're about to take delivery of, 
might have you yeah. know some some like the the inconsistent quality I think is a yeah. huge red flag for me with Tesla. A lot of people, you know, of course, like Tesla diehards are are willing to always go to bat for them. Um, but my advice comes from a place of like looking out for you. Yeah, and just approaching it more practically, yes. right? And so uh, the Model 3 is great, but it's also significantly more expensive than a yeah. hybrid Camry. I think you should look also look at like the type of stuff that you're going to do with them, right? It's it's definitely if you're doing a lot of in-town stuff, um, an electric vehicle is is a great option. If you're going out of town more uh, more frequently for, I don't know, weekend kind of road trips, then a hybrid would be a good option because you don't have to worry about charging. Mm-hmm. Um, and to Jody's point, like the reliability thing, it's, it's not, this isn't necessarily a criticism of Tesla or the Model 3 and more of like a pat on the back for the Camry that it's just like, yep. you can't get much better than a Toyota Camry when it comes to reliability. So if I were in your shoes, kind of, you know, just guessing the type of stuff that, that you do, yeah, that would be my advice is the Camry, you know, maybe wait it out if you're going to be using it for these longer trips, but if it's around town and you don't mind the gamble mm-hmm. of of potentially having issues with panel gaps or, or yeah, electrical and, gremlins. And that's the thing about a lot of Tesla models is that like they're great, but for the price, you're paying luxury car prices for not a luxury car interior, yes. right? And so the Camry is not a luxury car and it's not priced like a luxury car. And that's why I've always really liked it because it's like super practical. Yeah. Everything works. It's easy to use. There's no learning curve. Yeah. It's just a really solid choice. And it's, yeah, it's comfortable too. Yeah. yeah. And if you if you did want something a bit more luxurious um, than a Toyota, you could check out like the, the, the Lexus ES. ES that's based on the same powertrain. So it's equally as efficient as that Camry hybrid. Obviously a little bit more expensive, but you know, you get a much more... It's got all um, the goods. Luxurious interior, more tech. Um, so... Would you say it's sexier? I like it actually. I really mm. like the ES. It was also insanely efficient when I drove it last. Yeah. I was getting like five or so liters per hundred yeah. kilometers for oh, a, that, for a that hybrid sedan. powertrain is incredible. It's and bulletproof. The, the consistency of it too. Like I've driven that same whatever it is, two and a half liter four cylinder with the hybrid in the Sienna, uh, in the Highlander, in the Camry, and all of them have been in the like kind of high fives to low four liter per hundred kilometers. Like that's, that's Toyota Corolla territory. Like Joseph, our producer drives a Corolla. That's how much gas he burns in that baby, you know? And that's, that's so interesting to me. Like, I love that. Um, So I know that's kind of a roundabout answer, but if it were, if it were me, I would probably go for the the Camry hybrid because I'm I'm also not equipped to own an EV because I live in a condo that doesn't have charging. If you're able to install a charger where you live or you have one at work, um, definitely, you know, an EV makes a lot of sense. Um, so thank you so much for your question. We have another one from uh, Yasmin. Okay. Did you want to read that again? Sure. You, he got a taste and now I he did, can't yeah. get enough. I am considering purchasing the Volvo C40 recharge, which is the, the EV. What is your feedback on the car and how does it compare to the Tesla Model 3? Another great question. So these two, I feel, compare much more closely together because they are both EVs. So you've already decided that you want an EV. And And you drove the C40. I did. I drove the C40 earlier this year and I actually really... No, last year. 
Oh yeah, it was last year um, and I really enjoyed it. So the only issues I had with it is that it doesn't have a ton of range. Yeah. Um, and compared to the Model 3, the Model 3 I think has like 500 and something, 500 to 600 kilometers yeah. of range. The C40 had like 340 or something like that, which is a huge difference. If you are able to charge at home, I love the C40. That is more than enough range if you have somewhere to charge at home or at work. If not, then I would recommend the Tesla because it has way more range and a much better charging network. Yeah. Um, but the but from going back to what we were talking about, you know, with the with the Camry question from Maroon, like the the thing with the Volvo, it's got a lot of like cool colors and in, in materials yes. and touches that make it really special. That's very true. So if you're comparing the Model 3 and the C40, the interior of the C40 to me felt like much more luxurious yeah. than what I found in the Model 3. Yeah. Um, it's a very clever design. It has a lot of clever details, some nice trim yeah. and like some really cute stuff in there that just was totally. like delightful to see. Their you know? designers are, have always been kind of at the top of the yeah, game. And, and they use a lot of, you know, sustainable, recyclable materials in their vehicles. You know what? Actually, can we talk about it? Because you brought that up. Sure. Um, so when I was at the LA Auto Show back in November, uh, I was checking out the Hyundai Ioniq 6. Cool. Which is this really slippery, kind of weird looking car. It's got a really low coefficient of drag. It's like 0.21 if it has the the like camera based mirrors that you can get mm. in like Korea and in Europe, um, but with the kind of fixed traditional door mirrors, it's still like 0.22. So it's really low, uh, which should mean it's really efficient. We haven't driven it yet, of course, but we were walking around with one of the designers and he was talking about the vehicle and some of the stuff. Um, I think his name was Simon Lowsby. He was a really nice guy. Anyways, Typical car designer at an auto show. He had like a sweater tied a around his shoulders yeah. and like, but anyways, uh, we, he was talking about it and some of the materials that they've used. Um, so he said like Hyundai doesn't use vegan leather, mm -hmm. which I was at first like, Ooh, like, you know, you're, you're using the real stuff, but he said, you know, because that's plastic essentially, yeah. right? Um, so they, instead they use more sustainable dyeing and treating processes and also that the the hides that they use, you know, it's kind of closing the the loop on, you know, cattle that's used for like beef, right? right? Um, so, and then the other thing is on some of the trims, not all of them, but some of the trims, the carpet is made of recycled fishing nets. Volvo does that too, actually. They Love use it. recycled fishing nets and recycled plastic bottles in Love a lot it. of their interior. And what is cool about that is that it doesn't feel like it's made of recycled No, materials. not at all. It feels like luxurious, nice stuff. And you know what else it feels like? Good in your heart. It's true. That you've done something good yeah. for the environment. That's a great question. Thank you so much, Maroon and Yasmin, for, for sending in your questions. We hope they were helpful. If you have any follow-ups, please email us at expert at trader.ca. Um, if any of you would like to ask Dan and I questions about different cars you're considering or anything, you can email us at expert at trader.ca. We absolutely love getting your questions. Um, and that's that's it for this episode of Own the Road with Auto Trader. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next episode. See you guys.